Shalom uvrach I hope everybody's doing well. V'siyat Rishmaya. So, Be'ezus Hashem, this will be the final mini shear on this phase of our series introduction to Breslev. And I'd like to close out this presentation of Rabbi Nachman's focus on Oymek, focus on a reality that's beyond what the eyes can see that we've explored in many different sources throughout the writings of the Tzaddik in many different applications and different ways as it applies to circumstances, as it applies to nature, as it applies to difficulties, struggles, as it applies to other people like we've learned. So I'd like to close this uh, phase of our journey out with two very, very interesting sources that really hammer this point home in a much more broad way, in a much more existential way. Um, so the first comes from Sipurim Isis. This is Maisa Yud Aleph. The Maisa Ben Melech, the Ben Shivcha Shenechlefu, the story of the prince and the son of the maidservant who were switched at birth. It's a whole long, incredible story following their journeys and where they end up. And remarkably, as only Rabbi Nachman could weave such an incredible tale, they both end up in the forest, in the thick of the forest, and they encounter each other and they tell each other their stories. And it's a very long and very wondrous and beautiful tale. But at some point, they encounter the man of the forest. They encounter someone who lives deep, deep, deep in the midst of the forest. And they have very interesting conversations with him and he helps them along. And so at one, at one point when they were staying in near proximity to this particular forest man, to this individual, Rabbi Nachman says over here, in the morning, the man of the forest went away and they were eating and drinking, these two individuals. The forest man came back. And they ate and they drank and they laid down to sleep. At night, they began to hear all the sounds of the wild animals of the forest. And they were all roaring out and moaning the Kailas Mishunas and all these very unique, distinctive, and terrifying sounds that you might imagine from the birds and from the animals and from the insects. Because all the wild animals were crying out in their unique voices and producing their unique sounds. The lion was roaring. And the female lion was also groaning in a different kind of voice, producing a low kind of um, groan. Mitzavtsefim were calling out and were also chirping to each other. And all of these sounds were echoing across the forest. And at first, Rabbi Nachman says they were terribly afraid. And they couldn't even listen. They plugged up their ears because of how terrified they were. But after some time, they began to incline their ears with Shamu to listen. And they heard They heard that it was a wondrous song, an absolutely amazing melody, exceedingly wondrous. And again, they began to listen more deeply 
more deeply, more deeply. But I make sure call Zimra that it's mamish a, a song when a gina a flaw and a wondrous melody. Ma'id, ma'id, should tainug niflava atzim was the most beautiful thing they ever heard in their lives. Ma'id lishmayazais, how wonderful it was for them to listen to this incredible, incredible melody. That this melody was so incredibly pleasurable to them that it rendered all the pleasures of the world ka'ayin. It was nothing. And they weren't interested in doing anything else. Everything was nullified. When it stood up in relation to this amazing, wondrous melody that they were listening to, this symphony. They began to speak among themselves. They said, let's just stay here. Because they had food and they had drink. And they were enjoying the sound so immensely. There's nothing else that's worth it in the world. And then Rabbi Nachman describes how the Ben Melech, the true prince, goes ahead and asks the forest man what this is, what they're hearing. And he continues and he carries on. And Rabbi Nachman continues the tale. But the symbolism here is so striking. Because all of us live in this world and all of us are constantly accosted by the many different sounds of wailing, roaring, animals all around us and we think that the world's gone mad and they even say there's an expression the world's gone to the dogs right we're surrounded by different kinds of strange noises and we're afraid it's a very scary place to be but Rabbi Nachman is teaching us that with the help of the Ishayar, with the help of the forest men with the help of the tzaddik we're actually able to go ahead and to turn our ears and to listen deeply, to listen ba'aymek, to tap into the reality that exists beyond what we can see at first blush. We're able to listen more carefully, more deeply. And the Rebbe says this world is mamisha melody. This world is an amazing, amazing song. And if we're able to look past the surface of the difficulties and the seemingly random encounters and struggles and challenges and failures, and we don't see the great tapestry, we just see a bunch of tangled threads, then Itaka feels like it's unbearable and it's terrifying. But Rabbi Nachman says if you can listen more deeply than that, and you see how the world reveals HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence far more than it could ever conceal Him. And that it all depends on our perspective. And that if we're looking at the world through the right eyes, through the eyes of the Tzaddik, through the eyes of Nasan Einav Bay, then we're able to be Nasa Gal Shalat to reveal the Etzem, to reveal the essence that's beyond the dust, that's beyond the facade. Then we're able to realize that this whole world is a world of Parakshira. It's a world that's constantly singing a song to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And if we turn to Chaim Aran, Aizkuf Nun Zayin 157, the Rebbe said as follows, Koydim Hanal, before he took a particular journey, Hika Kaf Al Kaf B'Simcha. Rebbe Nachman clapped his hands with great joy, Va'amar, and he said, Hayoy Maschal Davar Chadash. Today something new is starting. Va'zai Amar, and then he said, Anachnu Doimim Kamoimi Shemenagein. He says, we, the Breslav Chasidim, and those that are connected to this kind of living, can be likened 
to somebody who's playing a melody, and people around him are dancing. But to the person that doesn't understand what's going on here and is not listening to the song, he plea be'enov. A person who's deaf, who's not able to hear and doesn't see musicians, he just sees a bunch of crazy people dancing around. It's shocking to him. What are these people doing? Why are they dancing around? What are they, why are they running in a certain direction? Who are they following? And why are they so happy? Said Rebbe Nachman, the world doesn't understand. They don't understand why you're dancing all the time. They don't understand how a person in the midst of 18th century Ukraine could ever be so joyous. They don't understand the dance because they don't hear the melody. And the Rebbe said that our job as Hasidim, as Yidin that are trying to connect to Hashem in the deepest way, our job is to live in alignment with that melody that isn't what it appears to be, which is just the terrifying cries of the different animals, the highest tarifas of this world. It's a melody to live in alignment with that and to dance in such a way that communicates to others that there is a way of living deeper. There is a way of connecting to that which is beyond the surface. There is a way of living with joy. There is a way of living in a way of we should not become fearful at all. It's a narrow bridge, it's true. But if we're listening to the melody, we can dance our way across it. And that's our job. And that's our avayda. Like we've learned in the previous episodes, there are so many different applications of this perspective. But this, I believe humbly, I really feel that this is the essence, the essence, the essential core of Rabbi Nachman's revelation. This is what he's trying to give us, a new moichin, like we learned in Torah, Lamed Tess in the second volume. This is the job of the tzaddik to give us a new mayach and to shine down to those that are in the deepest pit, a light that comes from the most glorious place to enable us to live lives of ku'ula, to enable us to live lives of depth and to connect with that which is beyond the surface. So Be'ezus Hashem, I hope that you've enjoyed this phase uh, of our journey together. Be'ezus Hashem, next week we'll be starting a new series, B'Siyata Deshmaya. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for journeying with me and please feel free to share the recordings, share the invite link and spread the word if there's anybody else you feel might enjoy our learning together. All the best, wishing everybody the most wonderful